Good afternoon, everybody. Odian Welch here with The Daily Grind. We have another entrepreneur to interview today, and I'm so excited because he is a serial entrepreneur. Um, you're like, a serial entrepreneur? What's that? Well, he has very many different businesses, and he doesn't give up when something doesn't work out. So we're going to talk about the ones that don't work out, the ones that do work out, and what it's like being married as an entrepreneur. Too. He's going to get stuck with a couple questions, and he kind of just gave me a look like, what's going to happen with that? But as you guys know, we have a lot of fun. So please welcome Garrett. Hi, Garrett. Hello. I feel like we need to have like some applause in the background or something. We, we could. Say, Let's just applause right now for each other. Yes. The first man on your show? Yeah, first man. Yeah, there you go. Serial entrepreneur. Sounds like a serial killer. That's true. But you know what? Those are the best memes when there's like the serial. And oh, you're I like, thought you were going to say those are the best people. I was going <laughs> to be like, all oh, those serial killers are the best people. Yeah, but if you're killing it in business, then that's all good, right? Because you're like that's true. the business killer. Could yeah. that be another business name? I think so. The bar. business killer. Maybe we should trademark that. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so this business, this podcast has led to trademarking. So people are probably like, "Who's Garrett and what does he do?" So tell me about a few of the businesses that you have going right now. Okay, who is Garrett? I'm still trying to figure that out. <laughs> I went through a quarter life crisis uh, <laughs> like a year back. My wife still makes fun of me about it. Um, so basically, I have started three or four businesses, actually five. Oh, wow, I forgot about that one. So I have a company called Little House Technologies where we do web development and app development. We do bookkeeping. We do business consulting. And I think that's it. Um, I have another <laughs> e-ticketing website that I started. It was geared towards the Caribbean, but I got a lot of support here for it. So it's like worldwide now. And by um, here, he means Edmonton. Oh, yeah, sorry. Edmonton, Canada, Edmonton, Canada, yes. And they should probably just to interrupt you. They should know where your accent's from because you have a bit of an accent. Oh, I am from the great island of St. Lucia. It's a small little island in the Caribbean. It is right next to Barbados, right next to Martinique. It is like north of Trinidad, Jamaica. Hey, that's way like too South much geography no, 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 for everybody. No, 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 no. Because, no, so, because <laughs> most, people, most people don't know where St. Lucia is. I've got I've got if, if if it's in Africa. It's not in Africa, people. It's in the Caribbean. And don't they have like the best beaches? They're known for like the bluest beaches or something? Yes, we are known for the bluest beaches. But hey, this is not about St. Lucia, okay? okay? This is another podcast. So, yeah. So, Island Stub is one of my e-ticketing websites. It's launched now. Promoters, if you want to... Put up your event. Just go to islandstub.ca and just follow follow the like the create an event. So it's kind of like an Eventbrite, but way easier to use and less fees. Yes, less fees for sure. Way easier to use, and it's more geared towards the smaller people, like the the newcomers, right? That don't want to hassle with all of the questions you get asked on Eventbrite. Um, I did start another business. This is one of the ones that uh, started but didn't happen. It's called Abide of Yummy. Incorporated, which the wife helped me with the name. I kind of like the name. Uh, basically, it was supposed to be a weekly subscription for healthy eating. So kind of like we talked about this already. It's kind of like a Hello Fresh, but better because it was going to be more with ethnic food. And- yes, yes. Because we, I got into this health kick a while a while back, and I was just looking into healthy eating, and I noticed a lot of people are getting into it. But I'm now on this new diet, keto. <laughs> And there's nowhere that has a keto menu. So maybe I could still do a bite of yummy. But anyways, bite of yummy didn't work out because me and the chef, we didn't have the same vision. It was like, it was going to work out. I had everything planned. The menu's done, but just kind of in the final details, you know, it didn't work out. I'm kind of sad about that. Every time I think about it, you know, I get choked because, you know. So can we just focus on that for a second? Like, I know you have so many good businesses, but let's just kind of get 
the dud out of the way, so to okay. speak. And then we'll talk about all the great other things. Okay. So, um, how I think a lot of people get really frustrated with themselves if they try a business and it doesn't work. So how did that feel and how did you kind of deal with those emotions? Because there's a lot of um, like remorse that almost happens in grief process. Yeah. Well, I mean, first things first is I hate failure. I absolutely despise it. I you hate, hate feelings? Like, I know. I hate failure. Oh, failure. I hate, yeah. <laughs> I hate failing at, at anything. I mean, it could be the smallest task. I hate failure. Uh, it was very hard because, I mean, I wanted to... I wanted to start a business. You know, I wanted to feel like I built something, and the fact that it didn't work out, I didn't. I don't know. I, I I have yet to actually emotionally process those feelings. Like actually, you know, people going like a drinking bender or like don't talk to me bender. I don't know. I just I just dusted off and moved. I vent. I I did vent to, to my wife a lot about it. I don't know. if She's just tired of hearing it. But I vented to the wife. I vented to anybody that listened. I just vented. I just got it. I got the emotions out. I just cursed. And I just complain, and then every time I saw somebody else doing one of those businesses that's prospering, I'm just like effing this and effing that. And you see, this guy was in such an effing this, you know. So I did that. I did, you know, I did get it out there. Um, it does. So just entrepreneurs, we swear a lot when oh, we. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! yeah. We do. It we all do. comes out like. Yeah. It does suck, but I think you have to fail. You have to take those L's, and you have to use it to propel you to something else. If you fail, that's fine. That's life. That's part of life, right? Failure is is part of life. So if you, I think, like if I didn't fail at it, I'd have probably been a prick and feel like, oh well, oh, I can start any business or I can do anything. But no, failing made me see like, okay, you're a human. Things don't work out, so move on. Yeah, and it gave you. Do you think it gave you like the realization to know that um, other opportunities exist when something doesn't work out? Absolutely. One of my friends told me that maybe this is not for me. Maybe like this is not in the works for me this this type of business so i'm like yeah he's he's most likely right yeah i think that in every opportunity there's something to learn so what would you say is the one biggest thing you learned from that not working out nothing in life is certain that is the one biggest thing i learned because we we did have a menu we did have sort of a an, unre an unwritten agreement but when we did go to the written agreement, that's when things didn't work out. That's when our vision's in the line. And it was great because logos were done, website was done, sponsorship was, was getting done. But nothing in life is actually certain. When you think that, oh, yeah, I'm this person and I, we're going to make this deal, whatever, whatever. Nothing actually is certain because people people can pull out when they want to or people can just like just have a change of heart. That's yeah. basically what it is. So knowing that kind of like nothing's certain, is there something that you do differently with your new businesses, do you make sure the contract's in place before you even make a logo? Or like, what do you do differently now because of that experience? This this is going to sound pretty bad. <laughs> I, it, it is. It's going to, I mean, it, it, it is going to sound pretty bad. But now I don't do businesses with anybody. I do it all of myself. I depend on myself because I know that it's my hands. It's my hustle. It's my hard work. So if it fails, it's because I let it fail. Yeah. I feel like... Partnerships are very hectic because depending on somebody else, if the person doesn't have the same vision as you, it will never work out. And that's and that's a big problem for me right now. So now if I do a business, I do it on my own or with or with my wife or with somebody that and I, I stay from the get go. This is what happened to me. If you're going to waste my time, then I'm not going to move forward. Yeah. Did you know, actually, that um, like even like when I went to business school or if you talk to any kind of um, registry, that they'll tell you as much as possible not to do a partnership because one, I guess the amount of partnerships that actually work out is so low 
but the liability that happens and usually one person gets politely screwed <laughs> how do you think about that well that is that that is very true and that is actually pretty good advice i learned the hard way in business on a lot of things because i don't like asking for advice or as my wife would say i jump into things really quickly <laughs> right and i don't think about them and she's right because sometimes uh, Hang on, let's say that again so when she hears this, she can replay it. No, she is right. <laughs> that's okay because, I mean, I only get told that I'm right once every five, every like six months. So that's okay, you know. <laughs> I mark the dates. I have the dates written down if you want to know. Yeah, um, good business people keep track. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that we do. I feel like if we do, like if business people do research into something, sometimes and you realize like you're so gung-ho about the idea, you do research and you're like, oh, this is never going to work. You feel like you doubt yourself. You're like, well, like, am I doing this right? Like, do I know what I'm doing? You know, because I mean, those are the days that people would start original ideas. Now there's no, there's no such thing as an original idea. It's all building on an idea that you've seen, you heard, and you thought, and you think you like it's original, but it's not. There's so many businesses out there. You see something that you can make better, and you turn that into a business. Yeah. Right? So, I mean, I do agree partnerships. I did have a couple partnerships that did fail, and I did get royally screwed with, because as long as my name is on something, I am not going to let it fail. Yeah. So, I mean, I am getting screwed that way. Yeah. So, um... I want to kind of talk, you talked about your wife a couple times and I love your wife. I think she's great. She kind of is the staffer of your businesses, even though they're not partnerships. So do you think being in business helps your marriage or hurts your marriage? Like being an entrepreneur? I think it brings different challenges. I wouldn't say it's hurt. I wouldn't say it helped. It brings different challenges. It brings you guys closer together. One, because in, as an entrepreneur, you spend a lot of time together even like if you if you work a full-time job i'd say monday to friday 95 as they say you work for the man um you don't make your own schedule right so you don't really get to spend time with your significant other but as an entrepreneur you do have you you do need that person to be your, your sounding board so my wife and i we do have these talks where i do come up with an idea in the shower as she you know like this is this is why i do all my thinking is in the shower right this is why i take you know 45 minute showers because they I do say a lot of water thinking. clears the mind so. well 45 minute showers i do i come out of the shower all the time so excited and i'm just like okay i thought about it and so she's like oh yeah what is it this time <laughs> right and again you you my wife isn't, she isn't an entrepreneur. She, she loves, she loves to overanalyze and overthink things. I love to just jump right into it, right? If I thought about something, I did research and I see, oh, the service is needed. I'll just jump into it without actually thinking. But she stops me from just always diving into the deep end, right? And it is good. Sometimes I'm frustrated about it because I'm like, she's insupportive. But it's not that she isn't supportive, but she's supportive in a different way. Yeah, she's more like left brain and your right brain that or whatever. That is exactly what it is. That is exactly what it is. I am more of the right brain than the left brain. I don't, I just like, hey, let's do the scissors, scissors. Because if it fails, then to me, if you try something and it fails, then you can't have any regrets. You can't say, oh, well, you know. Um, I didn't, I didn't try this, but I wanted to, if we tried it and it feels like, you know what? I tried this, it failed. Maybe there's a lesson in that too, where yeah. you can do it better. You can maybe talk to people and do it better. So, yeah. And you have kids as well. So do they help you with the business or are they a distraction? Cause I find that people either use their kid as an excuse or a reason. So what's, you have two kids. How do they affect you and your businesses? I would say they're more of a motivation because you want to do and build something for your children. If you don't have children and you want to do and build something that you can one day sell, right? 
my friend told me that you don't if you start a business you're starting a business to one day eventually sell it right my dad would say you one day eventually leave it for your children and if your children want it then you have to sell it my kids are well i haven't had them help me yet but we do have a maybe have a business coming that maybe i could use them for because everybody loves kids so <laughs> if they see kids and they'll probably be like oh my god what is this so you know Probably yeah. use them. So uh-huh. instead of like the giant inflatable tube man, you'll just like stick your children in front of your business. Exactly. <laughs> that is a great idea, right? And you can have your kids have like the shirt and you can actually, you know, just have them talk, right? Because ev- I, mean, I shouldn't say everybody loves kids, but people people with kids love kids. Yeah. Right? Except if they, it was a mistake then, you know. <laughs> Okay, so, yeah. the, but yours weren't, right? Just in case they're <laughs> no, a mistake. No, no, they weren't. No, they weren't. They weren't a mistake. They weren't a mistake at all. They yeah. They a mistake at all. So, um, your kids are involved in the business. And what I think is also really cool about you as an entrepreneur is you still kind of have, like, the whole J-O-B job kind of thing. So, can I ask, why do you keep that going? And do you ever feel like it gets in the way? Because life is expensive, man. Having two kids is expensive. Oh, my goodness. Um, yeah, I still work for the man um, because I have I do have a good job and it does get in the way of my business 100%. I mean, I think if I did focus on my business full time, I would have gotten a lot further, probably a lot more people, um, like, like a lot more help with it. But I mean, you have to pay the bills. And if it's not that, then it's probably something illegal that I'll <laughs> have to do to pay the bills. I mean, I'm not going down that road with, with two kids and a family. And there's no way I'm going to give up my freedom for anything. So what, like, you know, do you find that people accept the fact that you do the business and work a job? Do you, how do you deal with the fact that people are like, hey, how are you doing both kind of thing? And how do you deal with those longer hours? Because, you know, you might go to work for eight hours, then you got to work on your business for five hours. How do you deal with all of these things that aren't like kind of so quote unquote cool? Um, well, going to work for eight hours and coming and work on the business to be honest, I work on the business while I'm at work. I probably shouldn't say that, but again. It's okay. We won't let anyone from work listen to this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I do work on it sometimes at work on my, like if, if things are slow, I kind of do my research and do what I have to do. Sometimes a lot of my businesses have only gotten to the startup phase. Like, I mean, my wife did take the bookkeeping to the net, to, to the other level of it. Um... The island stub, well, that was like behind the scenes. I didn't really have to do any heavy lifting. It was just building a building a, web, a website. So I wouldn't say my, my job gets into the way of like maybe the marketing side of things and like maybe the networking and the rubbing shoulders with people and trying to get that that connection. Um, oh, uh, that's a tough one because you see, you're asking me all these tough questions that my wife would ask me. And <laughs> that's, that's stuff that I haven't actually thought about. So, you know what? But that's good to hear because people need to know that it's okay that you didn't think of everything. Like, you can still do your businesses and be successful and follow the things you want and fail sometimes, but you don't have to think everything through. And I think a lot of entrepreneurs think along, think every little detail out so much that they can never get started. Because yes. they're, yeah. Yes, like, that is do you? True. I felt like when you become an entrepreneur, you end up with a lot of entrepreneur friends. Do you have a lot of friends that have like great business ideas, but because they're so focused on the little details, they're not getting anywhere? Yes, I do. And it is very frustrating. You have no idea. So how do you, like, why does it frustrate you? Because, oh man, that's not a good question. 
You're making me just tap into unknown places right now. Oh, get on my show and get untapped into yeah. new places. <laughs> yeah, untapped. Okay. So basically, why it frustrates me because I see people or I hear people have these great ideas. And in my mind, like, you tell me something and or you tell me your idea and I, I already start thinking of ways to improve it to make it better. Because if I can't do it, somebody else does it, it's great, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm we the, always are better at other people's ideas exactly. than our own. Exactly. <laughs> oh, 100%. 100%. Because, I mean, we it's not your idea. So you just for random random statements out there and people love it. If it's your idea, you're like, ooh, I don't know if people are going to like it, you know, this and that. Um, it frustrates me because it's like you have a good idea. You need to just roll with it. If you really want to be your your own boss and entrepreneur you need to roll with your idea don't sit there and pro, and procrastinate and just be like oh well this and that every you, every day or everybody will have an excuse okay the best advice or the best thing that i've seen is from steve harvey it's he said that there's no he had some a bunch of people on his show with the same thing they had ideas but they're afraid to take that jump and they're always like oh i'm waiting for the right time and he said there's never going to be a right time so, which is true. So, if you always have an excuse, then you're not ready to be a business uh, a business owner. You just there are people who have ideas, and there are people who are business owners or who execute the ideas. Everybody will have an idea, but not everybody will be able to execute it or bring it to the forefront of a business. And it sucks because you may have that um, you may have all the tools to bring it to the forefront, but you don't want to rip off your friend's idea, right? You don't want to be like, oh well. Um, yeah, this person has this great idea and you don't want to rip it off because it's like, what kind of a friend is that? But then you offer to help, but then that circles all the way back to a partnership. Friends and business do not align at all. You do you not know get what? the business of friends. I think friends in different businesses align perfectly to counteract you with that because okay. my best friend, she runs an event planning business. And even though like we're totally different, she does events planning, like, you know, I do coaching, helping people with books, like I do a lot of different things. They shouldn't align, but they do because we can bounce ideas off each other. Uh, her being in the event planning world, she sees all sorts of different kinds of events. So if I'm like, hey, I think I want to do this for my business and she gets exposed to different people. And because our businesses fall in different lines, like, for example, she's done a lot of weddings. There's things that you might not think a wedding could help your business, but they do. So for me, um, when I did my book launch, she brought up some really good tips on like what people do to save money on weddings. And I was like, oh, this works out. So we were able to support each other's businesses that way. And it's just like an outside view. So do you think that maybe um, friends that we have that don't can't kind of get their head out their butt should we introduce them to new friends? And this, I just, this is totally off the top of my head, but should we maybe try introducing them to new friends that are in businesses and hope that they can kind of bounce ideas off each other? I think so, but you and your friend are, you have your own separate business, right? Yeah. And you guys get along. But what I mean is, you and your friend actually starting a business together. That is where the ripple is because your friendship, like something is going to get into get in the way of the business. Because they say your friends tell you the truth, right? Your real friends will be candid to you and tell yeah. you the truth. But if it's a business, you might take offense to it, right? If you And again, in a partnership, one has to give in because you guys will never agree on everything and somebody's going to give in. But what if you give in all the time? Then it sounds what? like why I didn't get married. Yeah. <laughs> well, again, um, a marriage is a business because there's a contract. You have to see lawyers. If you get divorced, right? <laughs> so marriage, so a marriage is definitely like a, I saw this meme the other day and I thought it was actually funny. A okay. marriage is like a business, but I do think going back to what you said, I do think we should 
help our friends, our friends who have separate businesses meet people in business because like you said, you can find inspiration from the weirdest places. Mm-hmm. And like honestly, you find I, it in the shower. I find it, I, I, I find it in the shower. I honestly do. Your friend helped you with a wedding for all things, right? Yeah. Um, she helped you save money, or she helped you. Like she gives you tips where you can save money. So I do think we should have that. That's actually maybe a good idea. I know there's all these social networking events, but that's good if you probably have like an event at your house where you invite entrepreneurs that you've met, and you just have like a mini networking because. Like well, that's not, like a mastermind, but I guess my house would be a lot cheaper than some of those mastermind groups. It is. <laughs> it is. It is a lot cheaper. And you just, you invite people over to hang out, right? Because a lot of people, they don't want to maybe maybe necessarily leave the house to go to like an event with like ten, like hundreds of people they don't know. But if you just tell your friends, you don't tell them who's going to be there. But just be like, hey, why don't you come over this Saturday and hang out, whatever, right? No, we'll just, we'll just chill. We'll just talk. And then they show up and it's like five other people here. And then you're just like, okay, well, you know. We're going to start this maybe mini group, right? We all have businesses. You might not even have to, though, because if it's all business people, we all end up talking about it. Like, I think, personally, I have to catch myself if I go to, like, a ladies' night at someone's house or, like, go have a girl's dinner. And then I'll be like, oh, so business, what's going on? And then I'm like, wait, wait, not everyone wants to talk business 24-7. And it's usually my friends that um, don't have any kind of side businesses or any business at all that are like, uh, let's just go back to talking about The Bachelor. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Like, did you see this girl's post on Facebook? Or, yeah. Like, like, that's where the conversations go yeah. and my head wants to explode. Yeah. Do you feel like that? Like, when you're hanging oh. out with the boys and they're oh. like, hey, yo, check out this girl's Instagram. She's hot. Or like, I don't know if guys talk like that. Well, but... I mean, none of my friends talk like that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but, you got to save your guy friends. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, come on, guys. I got your back, right? None of them talk like that. It's more like, yo, have you seen this post? And I'm like, no, what post? Yeah. But anyway, that's for a different story um i do feel like that i do feel like sometimes i have to turn it off but i do feel like i don't necessarily hang out with people that are that are not in the same mindset as me because um you're just wasting your time if 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 your friends don't propel you they don't inspire you or they don't like kind of bring some value to you i think you're just wasting your time personally Mm -hmm. right because i mean you only have one life you only have so many hours in a day so many seconds in a day um what are you going to do with it right because every day counts when it comes to your business every day counts because you 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 sleep on something the next day somebody else does it and then you're like oh well like you lose interest in it because you're like oh well now i don't want to do this because they'll because this person feel like i'm copying this person right so but yeah i do feel like sometimes when i have with the boys it's like i i want to talk business i want to talk shop i want to figure things out and they just want to talk about girls on instagram or facebook or just like shit they've do that we've done or just like drink play dominoes stuff like that and i'm just like like my mind is just going business-wise all the time yeah so do you ever feel like it's kind of a lonely road sometimes because as entrepreneurs you know if our brains are somewhere else and everyone's like throwing dominoes so to speak or talking about the bachelor and you're like um how do you deal with like kind of not being like everybody else so to speak like um, do you ever get lonely do you are you ever like screw this, I don't want to be an entrepreneur anymore, it's lonely and I want friends, or like, how do you deal with that? Sometimes I do get lonely, but it helps when you have, I know this is going to sound corny and like, oh my god, oh, it helps, it helps when you have a significant other that you can talk to, because I don't necessarily talk to the friends, but I can talk to my wife about it, even if she doesn't want to listen, <laughs> but that's the point of a marriage, right? Because sometimes I don't want to listen to her, but I do, because you know what? 
she's my wife. But, you know, it helps when you can actually talk to her and say what you're thinking and maybe bounce your idea. Because sometimes you just need that release. You just need to talk to somebody. Somebody that's not objective, right? You yeah. just need to somebody to just tell you the honest truth. Because we don't like hearing honesty, right? We want people to sugarcoat it sugarcoat things to us so i feel like sometimes it is a lonely road because like i like honestly i've I've given up a few times like i've given up on things because it's just it's so frustrating it, it really is frustrating especially when you need certain skills skill sets from other people for example like the website side of things or just like the marketing side of things right you got to figure it out yourself otherwise you got to spend a lot of money and sometimes you don't have the money to do things so it, it definitely is, is a lonely road. But like, like I said, you align yourself with people that maybe think on the same plane, like uh, plane. Like, yeah, like yeah. evolutional plane, we'll say. Elevation, cloud nine. There I don't know. Like, You're using say, some big words here, people. Right? And so it's like you, you're getting all these people who are on the, the same kind of like mind space. Yeah. As you, you got your wife on the mind space and all these things are happening. And then you said you have to learn. And so I think as entrepreneurs, people think that we just know everything, but it's a constant learning. So what tools do you use when you have to learn a new skill? Do you sign up for classes? Do you go on YouTube? Like, how do you learn any new skill you don't have if you don't want to kind of outsource it? Honestly, Google. I love Google. My wife used to make fun of me when we first met because I would Google everything. The random, she used to tell me that I I have a lot of, um, well, no, I can't remember the exact word she used, but basically said that I I have a lot of random knowledge, right? Oh, like, yeah. um, it's called the UFI, Useless Fact Informer. That's oh, my name. shit. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, that's what everyone calls me. All right, well, I'm going to make a shirt, UFI. Yeah, it's like, it's like a UFO, but cooler. Because yeah. I'm not going to, like, steal your brain. Yeah, like, I, yeah. like, random, it's just a random knowledge that I find on Google. If I don't know something, I honestly don't take classes, which I should, but having a, a nine-to-five job, you kind of, kind of sucks, right? Online school, yes, but online, I, I, I can't do online school. I really can't. I need to, I need to be able to go in a class and ask questions, because sometimes I have so many questions, and I have to email people, and I hate waiting for people to respond to my emails. And I want to follow up with an email saying, like, did you not read my email? And then another email saying, like, could you reply to my first email? So I, like, this is why I just like to phone people and just get out of the way right away. Uh, I miss phone calls. I feel like no one calls anymore. And then they think you're creepy when you do call. No. Because I'm like, hey, just wanted to get this over within 10 seconds, not I always 20 call. Texts. I always call. I always call. I always call because sometimes I follow, I follow up with an email and sometimes it gets missed or, like, this one like manufacturer, I, I had to call the other day because I emailed him two days ago, and he's like, "Oh, I didn't see your email." And I'm like, "Like, how are you? Like, how are you still in business, man? What do you mean you didn't see my email? Like, follow up with me." Yeah, you're me. like, "I'm trying to give you money." Yeah, I think that's exactly what it is. I'm trying to give you my money, and you're like, "Oh, I didn't see your email." And then on the call, he's like, "Oh, I'll get back to you by emailing you." I have yet to receive anything from him. It's been that's, two days. That is so frustrating. Oh. Like, there are some businesses that I deal with that are my suppliers, and it's like. They're like, oh, email's better, but then they don't get back to you. But you're, like, harassing them, and you're like, I'm trying to give you money. Yeah, so, that's just it. It's like you're getting my money. I'm not asking you for money. I'm giving you money. Yeah. Seems like you don't want it. Yeah, and it's, like, and it's frustrating, and I think the reason – I'm so glad you brought that up because I know there's been days when I first started 
where like if someone wasn't getting back to me i was like well maybe like i'm being too demanding yeah, or maybe I, yeah, okay. yeah. yeah or like and i really internalized it like i was like well maybe the product i'm asking for sucks yeah. like maybe that i'm right yeah, yeah like so much self-doubt would come into me and like negative talk and I had to really, like, for me, um, I love affirmations personally. So I'd have to, like, go to, I lose, I use the YouTube affirmations. So I'd put it on and be like, okay, I am strong. I know what I'm doing. Like, I can do anything. And it's so cheesy. And if you're in the car with me and I'm having one of those moments, I'm like, I am strong. I have knowledge. Like, I literally have to, I attract wealth. Like, those yeah. are the things I have to do. But it's really hard when you're like, hey, I need this. I need this product. Like, you as a business gave me these promises, but for me, I just learned that it was okay to go deal with different businesses. Like, yeah, you might want to deal with that business because it's local or it's close to yeah, home. Trying to support the, the little guy. Yeah, but yeah. if the little guy's not going to, like, at least give you a high five, no, 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 no. push I, reply, even if it's blank. <laughs> I 100% agree with that because I feel like when, they, when the little guys, they get big, they lose sight of why they're going to business in the first place. Going to business to provide a service to people. Yes, I understand you're getting these major contracts, but I was the one that was with you from day one. You need to be loyal, man. Yeah, and I think, too, it's frustrating because when you're still kind of like a small peg in the big board, you know they're looking at your emails last because yes. they're like, I'm going to make 10 bucks off you. Yes. And they're not taking the bigger picture yeah. of like, hey, you might make 10 bucks off me, but I'm going to grow and eventually I'm going to be that million-dollar client. Yeah, and... You that ten bucks they're gonna make off you. You waiting on that product so you can make that hundred or hundred and twenty bucks. Yeah, and and then but, buy more and buy yes, more. Yes, buy more. But the thing is, too, um, just by you, like listening to what you just said, I think it all comes down to patience. You're like me; you have zero patience. You cannot wait for things. You just want it to be done now and get it over with. And and I agree because I have zero patience. Like when if I'm this is why I don't like shopping online because I don't want to, I don't want to wait. Like you see you lot. I don't want to wait for the product. I want it now, but sometimes I don't want to leave my house to go to the store. See, I'd rather shop online and wait two weeks I can't, than deal with the madness in the mall trying to find weeks. a sales rep. I can't wait. Oh man. Finding sales reps. Okay. That's, that's, that's like, did you see the Canadian tire meme story that no. came out last week? Okay. So it's funny. Cause you know how, uh, when you're at work, you use your time. Yeah. Most people at work, they go on social media. Yes. And instead of working on their businesses, yes. it's like if we take the time when we're at work that we're screwing around, not doing our jobs and use that to do our business on the side, since we're already not doing our job, we're being paid for, we could get so much farther. Mm -hmm. So I had a few of those moments last week and I found this Canadian tire story and they talked about how these men were trapped in Canadian tire for two weeks and they made it like a parody of Canadian tire. And they're like, we thought we saw help in the distance. But it was just a side. And they like, it goes on to this huge thing and it went viral last week because Canadian Tire is so big. Yes. And there is never a salesperson. If you do see one, you're like running after them yes. and you feel like you're creepy. Yes. I, my wife, again, we're going back to my wife because she makes a lot of fun of me. Right. I am always in Canadian Tire. She tells people that that's my store. And you're right. When I go to Canadian Tire, I know exactly where things are because I'm there all the time. But when I can't find something, and I don't want to walk around. And I always pull up my phone, go on their website, and find out what aisle it is before I go look for somebody. Because I That's feel probably like, faster than trying to find somebody. Yeah, because I feel like there's only seven people working there. Two at the customer service and on the cash. And then the, those guys in automotive. Because you can never find anybody. And I don't understand that anymore. Canadian Tire, Superstore, like all these big blockchains, you can't find people anymore. It's like yeah. you got you to gotta find it yourself. 
And you, sometimes you go in there for, you want to in and out, but you spend 45 minutes just trying to find what you're looking for. Yeah. You know what? Actually, and even when you ask them, they don't know. Yeah. Or they're like, you're ruining their day. Yeah. It's like, so. it's like, oh, oh, did you check online? Nobody. I didn't check online because I was looking for, let's fucking check online. Yeah. See, and that's like, and yeah. I'm glad that we like brought up bad customer service because for me, whenever I do like actually leave my house to go and shop somewhere else, it reminds me of the service that I want to bring to my clients. Yes. Like, I never... Like, don't get me wrong. I do drop the ball sometimes. Like, I'm not perfect. Well, I'm a one-man show. We're human. Yeah. But I always, like, want to make sure I apologize for the ball. Uh, and I just want to try and keep it up as much as possible because people get frustrated. Uh, and we live in such a big world where people can go online now. Yeah, I'm or, leave a bad review about you. Yeah. And, and yeah, and that's what you don't want. And it's crazy because, so I went to a store yesterday and I was getting help from the girl and I was like so thrown off. Like, she's like, do you need another size? Uh, what's happening with this? Because I needed something. And I was just like, what? Why are you talking to me? Like, I didn't know what to do. This is a foreign concept. You're like, this is a foreign yeah, concept. Yeah, and I got to the till and I was like, I don't think any sales rep has ever talked to me as much as you did. And it was like... She's like, well, we don't even make commission here. We just like it. We're bored. I was like, oh. And here's the thing. Most of the clothes in that store didn't fit me, but I'm going to go back because I was like, hey, someone else went and got out of the change room and went and got Somebody's the pants for me. giving me attention. Right? Hey. hey. Oh, yeah, that, yeah, that's exactly what it is. Right? And we all kind of want attention, especially as entrepreneurs. We get lonely, like we talked about. Yeah, we do get lonely. Yeah. We do. We do. Maybe, this, maybe that's not a business idea. This clothing store for entrepreneurs who want customer service. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe something to do with entrepreneurs and getting them that connection. That, that Well, that's what all those networking yeah, but then for. Yeah, but that means you got to leave your house. I mean, something that's convenient to you. Convenience, man. That is a new, that's yeah. a new age thing. It's that's convenience. true. But we, Skip we the only... dishes, Uber Eats. You don't have to leave your house anymore. To order oh, my McDonald's. gosh. You just said that and I'm hungry. So I'm going to ask you this. What is... Um, for anybody who's like new starting an entrepreneur, especially someone who's like, cause sorry, were you born in Canada? I didn't confirm no, that. No? no, I wasn't born in Canada. So how long have you been in Canada for? Nine years. Nine years. Okay. So what's your advice to someone who's like new to Canada, who feels like they don't even know where they should start or like those kind of things. Like what, for those people who are like, I don't even know where to start. I can't do it. I, I don't know enough people or anything like that. I, what's I, your advice to them? Well. That's a heavy one. That's a heavy one. That's a heavy one. I would say find the community that you're part of first. If so, if you're from Africa, Asia, Europe, like um, the United States, so North American, from the Caribbean, from South America, you find the community. So you find those South American communities, Caribbean communities, and in those communities, they are people willing to help you. And for some of those communities, the best places are the, the mosques or the temples or the churches, right? Because that's where all of them go. So find find those communities first, I would say, and see if you can make connections there. Because in a place like, in, a, in first world countries, without connections or without people's help, you won't go anywhere. And you can, and people can, can debate what i just said and be like oh he's wrong you know my cousin yeah that's your cousin that's your friend that's whoever that had that opportunity but in today's society in the technology age everything is about making those connections and sometimes you can meet somebody at temple and you can follow them on instagram and social media and they could have they could know someone yeah, that yeah, you know like exactly. i think they can have five thousand. i don't followers. think anyone's self-made anymore like i know as much as i want to yell like oh i'm self-made i know i can't because every dictionary time, yeah, dictionary just called out Kylie Jenner. Yeah, for being but, um, yeah. 
the thing is, like, let's take Kylie Jenner, for example. She had so many connections that were able to help her. And yeah, we might not know Kylie Jenner if you do. Like, yeah. I'm trying to get a free lip kit, just putting that out there. But uh you never know who can help you like i know for me there's been so many people who have helped me along the way and sometimes it was just by who they know or giving me a pat on the back or like sending me into the direction yeah, or sharing your post on social media yeah that was huge for me once mm-hmm. actually someone shared my post because they liked the colors of it they told me later yeah. and i got like a hundred followers yeah. yeah and it was just like oh okay so it's it's not about how many people you know no. always it's about like who you know the right person yeah but yeah. you do gotta gotta get there through the numbers yeah and but, you can't get there sitting at home being like i don't know anybody yeah. the biggest thing too i would say and that's that's for me that's the hardest thing and i'm trying to teach that to somebody i know is putting yourself out there if you don't put yourself out there you will never go anywhere because without people's help you are going to be struggling because like okay the other day, I, I, I made a post for Alan Stubb, and I use a hashtag. I don't know which one, but I use like a bunch of hashtags. And we're, and my wife and I are sitting there, and all of a sudden, my phone's blowing up. I'm like, what's going on? And I just got, in a matter of minutes, I got 177 likes just from people following that hashtag. Okay, we got to figure out what hashtag that was. I have, no, I have no idea. I should, but I have no idea. And that's the point. That's the power of social media, right? That's the power of of learning your craft does the power of talking to people because I learned about social media from my friend, from just talking to my friend, just having random conversations. So you, I, you have to put yourself out there and you have to get into, into those communities, like I said, to know people, right? Because somebody there can help you with, with an idea. Somebody here can point you in the, in the right direction. Yeah. And your communities, it's like, they understand where you've come from. So yes. if like English is your second language and don't focus around the people who are like, it's so hard to be yes, in Canada. Those or negative so. people. You yeah. always have negative Nellies. Yeah. Because there's, there's people I know who are like, Oh, I can't do anything. Cause, um, English is my second language, but I'm like, there are so many people who are killing it right. and I don't understand anything that comes out of their mouth. <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's a lot of people. I'm just trying to see if I have any, any relevant people, but I don't, but there's a lot of people like, Look at all of these people that are billionaires, millionaires, and like everybody, all one of them have this story. Oh, I came from so and such and such a place with nothing and I built it up from the ground up. They probably didn't know how to speak English. Yeah. And you know what? It's like, if you look at their story, if you look deep enough, there was one person who helped them. So we just got to... always, yeah. It's always that one person that helped you, right? Mm -hmm. And the thing is, another thing for people trying to start a business out there, if you tell one person an idea and they laugh at you, don't take that for face value. No. The same way it goes if you tell one person an idea and they agree with you, don't take that for self value for face value too. Ask put do like a control study, a control environment. Yeah. Ask like 10, 15 people. Do a survey right? on Survey Monkey. Yeah, there you go. Do a survey on Survey Monkey, right? Ask 10, 15 people and see what they do. Because sometimes your friend gives you just the smallest of details. Right? They're just like, oh, maybe you should change this color. Maybe you should brighten this up. You do it, boom. There yeah. You go. And it's like, but always like take advice and look where it's coming from. Because like, even just how you're saying negative people, sometimes people are just negative because it's their own doubt. Actually, most of the time they're like, they, because they think they can't do it. You you can't can't do do it. it. Yeah. That's very true. Yeah. So, um, so I guess we'll have to say your biggest advice is just get out there and meet people. Put yourself out there. I need to take that advice as well. I'm not (laughs) doing, I don't do it. I don't. I mean, I could talk, I could network, I could socialize, but I don't like putting myself out there because even if uh, even if a product is 100% ready, I still have self-doubt about that product. 
Yeah. So right. the best entrepreneurs have self-doubt, everybody. That's what we're here to tell you today. That's pretty much what it is. So if, um, let people know. So if they want to get a hold of you, there is the Little House Technologies. Little House Technologies. You can follow us on no, Little House Bookkeeping. Sorry, they just recently changed their name. So yeah. it's Little House so Bookkeeping. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook. You can follow Island Stub on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Um, yeah, you can just get you can get a hold of me from there. Okay, perfect. So if anybody has any questions, you're okay with them kind of coming and seeking advice yeah, from you? that's fine. That was a trick question. Like the only answer was yes, just so you know. Okay, yes. Yeah. yes. Perfect. And do you think one day we'll get your wife up on here and she can talk about what it's like to date a serial entrepreneur? Uh, I think so. Okay, we're gonna fingers crossed because I love your wife. I think she's so cool. It's gonna be a lot of wine involved. But... There's gonna be a lot of wine involved. There's okay, the next involved. entrepreneurial interview will be brought to you by a bottle of uh, what's a thousand it stories. A thousand stories. Yeah. A boss or no? Because you know, Little House Bookie. I don't know where I'm going with that. Yeah, that I don't know. I don't. I just mentioned <laughs> a wine that she drinks. I don't know. Okay, okay. We all know if we want to get close to Garrett, we need to buy a thousand. Stories. thousand story wine yes. and give it to his wife because yes. she's the boss right that's right she is the boss that's what she said she's the boss she wears the pants i wear pants too but different size okay <laughs> awesome well i thank you so much for having you on the show today is there anything else you want to tell any of our listeners no i think they should uh listen to audion follow <laughs> her buy her book oh yeah um, buy my book <laughs> yeah, and just help other entrepreneurs get out there yeah. don't be negative people don't be negative. Don't be negative. Awesome. Okay. Well, we will talk to you guys later. Thank you again so much, you guys. That was Little House Bookkeeping and Island Stub are the two businesses that are taking off right now. So let's watch them and bring them back in a few months. Have a great day, everybody. Bye. Bye. See ya.